Today's episode is super fun. I was recently interviewed by Yaron Bean for his Ecom X Factor podcast, and this is a re-airing of that interview. We discuss the importance of customer testimonials and how to get amazing customer testimonials to do your selling for you. We dove deep into the concept of organic growth and its significance in today's market. We talked strategies for harnessing the power of influence and connecting authentically with your audience. We talked the role of effective storytelling in building trust and credibility with your customers. And then came the question, but what about us introverts? And I give his audience some great strategies and tactics on how to put yourself out there and still be you so that your people can find you. Not many people know this about me, but I used to be horrified to speak in front of people, and I tell a couple stories in that regard. Again, enjoy this re-airing of my interview by Yaron Bean. You know when someone is selling from stage, and at the end, the audience gets up and rushes to the back of the room to buy? That's a table rush. My name is Misha Z, and the Table Rush Talk Show is all about bringing you the tools, strategies, and tactics that you can use to grow your audience and inspire them to buy. Hi, Misha. How are you? I'm very excited to have you on. Ron, I am amazing. It's so good to be here. I know it's uh, 8.45 Georgia, Eastern Europe time, and uh, 9.45 in the morning, California time, so... Awesome. Super yeah, man, I, I love the energies that you bring and I also love your background. I already complimented you, but I wanted also to compliment you online uh, about these two things that caught my attention. Yeah, amazing. I think, you know, I'm I'm very much about uh, bringing my message to market. Um, and I, and I, I, lo- I love the gadgets, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I got toys all over the place. Um, but I think as marketers, you know, we've got the e-com X factor. You're about, Hey, how do we grow our business? How do we sell more stuff? How do we get our message out there? And I can tell you over the last three or four years, I've been on thousands of calls on thousands of masterminds, thousands of zooms, and there's supposedly professionals that Mm -hmm. they haven't cleaned their screen. Their mic is horrible. The backgrounds, like the dishes. And I'm like, what, how are you presenting yourself? You know, Uh Um, it made me cautious about my screen. I'm not sure if it's clean enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I have a, well, I'll tell you, it's funny. Um, You know, I, for a while uh, was getting paid and I still do to go out and get testimonials customer testimonials mm-hmm. um cuz you know the the customer story story is so important when we are trying to sell our wares online whether that's a, a product or a a coaching course or whatever but then and I've also interviewed tons of people and literally been paid to fly around the world to interview people right mm-hmm. and I learned really quick you got to have the steps the steps uh-huh. down like step one is clean your screen step two is sound check step three is right <laughs> you 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 make a few key errors and you're like oh no right at the end there's like a smudge on your screen mm-hmm. anyway nice so maybe you can elaborate you already started discussing about the fact that you're all about sharing your message and you also had like a background as as you were advocating about the importance of testimonials so maybe to the listeners that don't know you, if there are any out there that don't know you, maybe you can yeah. elaborate about your background story. 
Yeah, I would love to. So so I'll just fast forward to today. I have a membership that I'm building. It's called the Influence Army. Um, it's it's geared towards heart-centered entrepreneurs. And when I say heart-centered entrepreneurs, another way to say that is impact-driven entrepreneurs or yeah. or people that are moving from that knowing. So I think in the e-commerce space, the way I would frame that would be it's like you're not just trying to find the product that's going to sell a million things, right? You're like, like I have my buddy, his name's Tom Kabash. He mm -hmm. makes 3D printed sunglasses. This is his V1, right? Oh, nice. And uh, people can check him out. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh -huh. um, you can check him out at santeyewear.com. Mm -hmm. But anyway, like he is just so passionate about these sunglasses. They're printed with castor bean oil. So they're super environmentally friendly. It's all made in America. So like, he's like, I'm about the environment. I'm about, um, you know, made in America, for example, right. So, or just, mm -hmm. or this locally made, how's that? That's mm -hmm. a better way to say it. Right. Mm -hmm. To like reduce your footprint. Mm -hmm. So he's like moving from the heart, right. Versus yeah. like, we're just trying to sell paper clips and it's like, Oh, paper clips aren't hot anymore. Now what am I going to sell? But anyway, um, I I help people go on an influence tour, right? So here I am on my influence tour. I'm here mm -hmm. talking about you. It's uh, you can go check out more. You can opt in to my mm -hmm. stuff, right? At at uh, where am I at again? The um, theinfluencearmy.com forward slash opt in. You can get on the wait list to join mm -hmm. in the influence army, right? Um, but yeah, so we go on tour to bring our, our message to market. And I didn't just end up here like, mm -hmm. yeah, let's go on podcast tour. What happened was is real quick, I the bulk of my history. So I'm 54 years old. How old are you? I'm 36. You look, 56? You look way uh, 36, 36. Oh, 36. Yeah, you, you look way younger. <laughs> yeah. The yoga, the fountain of youth. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know how much detail I want to go in, but anyway, uh, twenty. I was in sales, like legit sales, for twenty years. Right, like mm -hmm. first it was door to door, then it was telemarketing, then it was sending out flyers to get the phone to ring. The bulk of it was in mortgage sales, and um, I, me and the team that I created, funded. 1.5 billion dollars in home loans and this was 15 years ago that's a lot of loans right oh, wow. yeah that's a lot of loans and um you got to get really good at talking to people you got to really good at telling stories you got to get really good at systemizing your processes mm -hmm. right and and i have a gift for all of that and obviously i'm a personality which helps too right mm -hmm. but i retired about seven years ago went through a divorce you know standard midlife crisis guy stuff and and i was like i have some money in the bank i retired i was like i gotta get my boys through high school i have two boys that are 20 mm -hmm. and 22 now uh -huh. but as soon as they were yep getting out of the house in high school a few years ago four years ago i was like okay i get a that entrepreneurial spirit was 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 rebirthing right uh -huh. and so i have all this old school sales right like telemarketing sending out flyers door to door right like networking at events 
And so I was like, what's up with this digital marketing landscape? So I just dove in full on, like spent, like I jumped into Russell Brunson's out of the gate. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd recommend anybody do this, but Uh out of the gate, I was like, fine, I'm all in. I'm joining as what's called the two CCX is two comma club X. And it's like $30,000 a year. And I was like, I'm in, I'm going to learn this. Right. Uh So I've been all in for three years, spent, you know, hundred, $150,000 on coaching and, and, and all these things I've traveled around the world. I've, I've gone to masterminds, funnel hacking live, done zoom calls, zoom calls, zoom calls, hot seats, hot seats, hot mm-hmm. seats, interviewed literally thousands of people. And I realized that two things, one, most of us entrepreneurs are horrible at telling our customer stories and uh-huh. you got to get good at it in today's market. You just gotta be good at it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that, um, is that people are trying to refine their message by spending money on ads, right? That's like, that's how they're trying to figure out their messaging, right? Most of us are bootstrapped. So we don't have hundreds of millions of dollars in the bank where we can just start spending, 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 oh, you know, split testing, doing all these things to, um, to learn like what's the market want from us, right? And and so I just was seeing entrepreneur, entrepreneur, one after another, in essence, failing, mm-hmm. right? Because they were just throwing good money after bad on Facebook, good money after bad on Facebook. And then when Facebook changed the iOS, it was like a bloodbath, yeah. right? Like people that were successful and were like, I'm a genius, all of a sudden we're real dumb. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And uh and I had this epiphany of like, people need help organically bringing their message to market. And and I had found like through my podcasting, through my networking at all these events, through being interviewed that like, oh my God, I can help, I can bring all my old school tactics to the digital marketing landscape, right? Mm-hmm. And so I created this, this influence army, which is in effect like... Like, let's take people out on this podcast tour, right? And then let's get them on a, after that, like, let's, what, how would your life change if you guest spoke, your life and your business change if you guest spoke on 50 podcasts in 100 days, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And not only 50 podcasts, but 50 podcasts that have the perfect audiences, right? Mm-hmm. And what if we strategically, A, dialed in your message, B, you know, dialed in the search strategy to find those podcasts, dialed in the outreach to get on those podcasts. I mean, and all this information's out there, but most of it's Mm -hmm. from like 2012. Uh You know what I mean? And it's it's completely outdated. It's not tactical. It's not it's not um, strategic at all. I mean, it, it's strategies from 2015 or even pre-COVID. Like the world has changed. Right. And so like I have, here's some things that I teach people. So I've got the call out your audience headline worksheet. It's my five point worksheet so that your audience will say, you are speaking directly to me. It's like you're reading my mind. Mm -hmm. Right. And so like, that's the stuff we want to work on. Right. Um, And then what else? It's like, I have my story bank. It's called your story bank. Get your stories together worksheet. 
And it's my, it's basically, so you can tell the right stories at the right time to capture your audience's attention and inspire them to action, right? Like some people are right now have probably wasted a lot of money on Facebook ads and they're like, I want to keep going as an entrepreneur. And they're probably frothing right now going, oh my God, Misha can help me, mm -hmm. right? Like he can help me tell my stories. I've already told a few, right? Told them at the right time. So, hey, anybody listening, go to theinfluencearmy.com forward slash opt in, right? Like, I think that'll be the link. We'll get the right link in the show yeah, notes, sure, but sure. You, you get what I'm saying, mm -hmm. right? And then um, what was my other one? I was just teaching. I literally was just teaching it. Um, was teaching it yesterday, uh, Monday and Tuesday. So this is stuff I teach my people. And it's like, it's amazing for me because all my superpowers from the old school, I get to bring to, to today. And it mm -hmm. to be able to work from that space for me is like, it's incredible. Like I'm moving from the heart, heart-centered entrepreneur, right? Okay, I'll, and I'll let you ask me a question here in a sec. But so another framework framework that I was just teaching is my, it's called my power th theme framework. And it's my four-step framework for building an irresistible narrative that captures your audience's attention and converts listeners to customers, mm -hmm. right? And that's four steps, man. I'll show you how to do it, right? And then you've got, so the people that I'm bringing on tour and teaching them how to go on tour, right? So this is where we will use that. We're going to use it as a template to reply to friends, family, and our network, right? Because as you start going on tour and you're announcing to the world or your audience by email, text, podcasting, however your message is out there, and people are saying, hey, this is amazing. You're going on tour. What are you going to speak about? So we want to mm -hmm. be able to template that answer and just have it be compelling from the heart, right? Uh -huh. um, when we're going on podcast tour and strategically finding those perfect podcasts that have the, you know what a Venn diagram is? For sure. Right? So you're like, mm -hmm. you're like, someone might go, hey, Misha, you've got this thing called the Influence Army for heart-centered entrepreneurs. How does that relate to the Ecom X Factor? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it's pretty simple. I guarantee you some of your audience is like my Sant manufacturing guy mm -hmm. who's like, oh, yeah, I see the value of speaking about my message, right? Like a little Venn diagram of your mm -hmm. audience is going to be like, yeah, I'm all in. Some might be selling paper clips and they're like, I'm not heart-centered. I don't care, uh -huh. right? Um, so how do we... So we want to craft those responses so we can send them quick. And then we can use that little template that I just told you about to go get on other podcasts. Right. So I can, does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. One, go one ahead. With some I, questions. I wanted to ask uh, regarding this is we discussed this before we're going on live. A lot of e-commerce store owners or e-commerce entrepreneurs, they are very focused on, on selling the product. Whether they operate from the heart or not, they are still very focused on selling the physical product. And they often overlook uh, digital products and methods such as podcasting. They focus on yeah. Facebook ads. I mean, in the best case, they might also be doing other platforms, maybe some SEO. But I don't see a lot of e-commerce players using podcast as a tool for building brand awareness and fighting audience. So I'm curious yeah. to hear your take. Uh, 
specifically about how this is relevant, like going on a roadshow of podcasts for an e-commerce store owner. Amazing. So I have one of my founding members. So mm-hmm. about a month ago, I was went through this massive inspiration, right? It was like very clear to me. What had happened was I, I had guests spoke in front of an audience. Someone had been harassing me to guest speak in front of an audience, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they wanted me to talk to realtors about the power of testimonials, video testimonials, about how to get them. And so realtors need realtors need content right now. And realtors, historically, the bulk of them are horrible at telling their customer stories. So this guy's like, hey, you can help my audience, my realtor audience, you can teach them tactically how to get their customer stories and then how to repurpose it. Like I'm really good at repurposing content too, right? So you could get that five-minute interview of your customer story. Like imagine if you're a, a realtor and uh, you just sold a, a a brand new mother, a brand new family, a house, right? If you know that when that mom, you give them the keys and she's got her one year old in tow, the dad is proud as can be. He's mm-hmm. like, man, I've been working my ass off and I finally got the family into a house, right? Like, and you're giving him the key. If you could capture that moment and ask the right questions, like, and then you're like, hey, here's what I do for people, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, it's probably going to be tears too. So if you ask the questions in the right way, and they're going to be tears that are like from the heart. So I like to call them heart-centered testimonials, right? That's, I'm all about the heart center, obviously. But uh, but anyway, so he brings me on. I finally, he, he's like, you got to teach, talk to my audience. And I was, I don't know why I was hedging so much, but finally I said, fine, I'll talk to your audience, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I did this interview and I intuitively knew at the end that I had crushed it. I was like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, I crushed it. Right. And I got this flood yes. of engagement. Uh-huh. And then he was looking at me like, you are a natural. Right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, I am. But I was also like, you don't understand that I've done 600 podcast episodes, but we'll let that go. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Um, but I had that epiphany of like the power of guest speaking. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like it just in that moment, it was like this lightning bolt that was like, I, I am not putting myself out there enough in front of audiences and in front of the right audiences. Right. The next thing that happened, and this was like all in two or three days, mm-hmm. was um this client of mine, Stacy, she flies me around to interview her customers, right? And I wake up this one morning with this email from her. She's like, I have an event in five days and you have to be there. You drive so much revenue for my business for what, for, for with what you do. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was like, so I got her on the phone and I'm like, what do you mean? And she says, she says, look, all these other people that I pay don't move the needle. She's like, you're the one that moves the needle in my business. Like you drive revenue. Like I need you at this event, five days, book your tickets. And, uh, it's in Aspen, Colorado. You got to be there. Bring your kit, right? I got my kit. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, okay. So I talked to her there and she goes, look, you literally drove $70,000 of revenue from the last two events we did. And right. I was like, I had this moment of, oh my gosh, I bring value. You ever have any of that imposter syndrome? I do. Obviously, we all do. I all guess. do, right? <laughs> and so it was like this gift from the universe of like the slap on the side of the head of like, 
Misha, you bring value with what you do, right? And I had, I was just trusting and acting as if up until <laughs> literally that point, right? Nice. And uh, anyway, so uh, fast forward, I was just like, I got to help people get their messages to market. You know, what was the question? I went on this rant. I'm sorry. Regarding, <laughs> regarding specifically e-commerce store owners, how they... Oh, yeah, yeah. So thank you. So so fast forward, I create this influence army a month ago. Mm-hmm. One, I got two customers or two of my clients, founding members. We call, I'll call them founding members. So I brought this idea to market. I was like, look, there's all these people out here who are floundering, throwing good money after bad at Facebook ads. Like who needs help and who wants to go on, a in, on an influence tour? And all these people were like, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. So I started this thing, right? And so a couple of the people have products like physical products, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the people in it are like coaches, consultants, all this stuff. But one in particular, her name is, um, her name is Shauna Stevenson. I'm looking for my notes. Um, Shauna Stevenson, and she's got a product. It's called Elevade. It's spelled Mm -hmm. E-L-E-V-A-I-D. E-L-E-V-A-I-D. So you could go to, anybody could go to drinkelevade.com and, um, and, uh, I was going to say there's two stories about her. So first one is she, she, she has had success recently. Her breakthrough was using user generated content Mm -hmm. to, to, to create ads. Right. So she's floundering with, you know, trying to sell her, her neurotropic drink. It's in a packet, Mm -hmm. right? It's a neurotropic drink and she's very passionate about it. And, and she's, you know, built funnels and trying to drive traffic to it and, and spending money on ads, throwing good money after bad at Facebook ads, you know, and, um, on a whim, one of her customers sends her a video, like it happened to be 60 seconds on the dot. And it was like, Hey, Shauna, this elevate, let's like, it's kind of changed my life. Right. And it was just this off the cuff perfect 60 second video right and so shauna as well is in the two ccx with me so she's already got a funnel spun up right that she's trying to get it to convert and uh excuse me but is not converting and so she gets that video and she has this aha moment it's like it's like at 9 30 in the morning right she gets a video and she's like, oh my God, this is gold. And so she jumps on a coaching call with the, within the two CCCX. And she's like, I just got this video. Look at this. And they're like, okay. And like in an hour, they created a Facebook ad, worked it into the funnel, started driving traffic and like it, how, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to pitch an episode to you because she, so she, what she started, she went to Fiverr and uh-huh. she was, she found people and for $200 she found people on Fiverr who 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 made these video these testimonial videos mm-hmm. for her they worked up the script they did it and so i'm going to get to the point here but this is gold sure. for your customers for mm-hmm. anybody or any of your listeners like Shauna's crushing doing this nice. so she she goes to Fiverr she like she's like i want 50 year old guys to buy my drink right so she finds the 50 year old guy on Fiverr who says i'll make I'll make a video for you, right? Like they're actors. Mm-hmm. And she says, great, I want you to make one. Here's my website. Here's what I do. So they craft the script. 
They send Shauna the script. She's like, yep. And they film the video, send it over. And then she starts running. She like posts it on, on Instagram. And then she starts driving traffic to it. And then that, I don't know all the details, yeah. but like, it's ridiculous. She breaks the whole process down. You can go to my podcast, the table rush talk show. Anyone, anybody, any of your audience listening. And the episode is called, are you selling a physical product online? Shauna Stevenson shows you how to use user generated content to transform your business. And I'm going to show yes. you. Okay. Mm -hmm. I interviewed her, her, her elevate is for like entrepreneurs who want that edge, right? They want, they want to have that brain power, that mm -hmm. edge, whatever nootropics do mm -hmm. for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I was like, my audience is entrepreneurs. You speak on my show and we talk about how you use user-generated content tactically to blow up your business. You went from struggling about to shut down to you had this universal luck moment and you applied it. So we talk about the whole journey of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. You know how it is, man, right? Sure. Like it's, sure. it's, it's like there's no overnight success. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, some of the entrepreneurs are going to hear her talking about her drink. And she told some of the stories of, of like how the neurotropic drink has helped her change her customers' lives. Literally one person she told the story was this older lady hadn't been off the couch. Like she was couch ridden for like five years. It's crazy. Well, and she started drinking the drink and it like the neurotropics shifted the synapses and like all of a sudden she's off the couch, right? Like that's a crazy story. But anyway, any of my audience who's like, I want some of that, they're going to buy your product. You see what I'm saying? So yes. it's like, that's the power of going on a podcast tour of, for someone that's selling a physical product. In this mm -hmm. case, it's the it's the neurotopic drink yeah. packet, right? Mm -hmm. And so what we want to do is any of your listeners or audience, you just need to think about, all right, I've got this product. Like, how does it go past the like, like if you have rugs, you don't want to go on all the, only the rug, like the home, uh, the home furnishing podcasts yeah, or whatever. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like if I was selling a rug, I'd be like, all right, how did my rug transform someone's life? If you're selling a rug and like, let's say it's super crafty, realistically, there's going to be some story out there where one of your customers bought that rug because it reminded of their mom who had passed away. They're, or they're like, oh my God, that rug is like from my childhood and moves their heart, right? So mm -hmm. they buy the damn rug, right? And perhaps it like, you know, helped them heal through grief let's say, right? Yeah. Like maybe they have a story like that, right? And so you go, oh, well, why don't I go search for like the grief podcasts, mm -hmm. right? Or the podcasts that speak to widows or your kids dying or something like that. And you're like, you could like weave that story. You, you know what I mean? You could, if you can sure. find that little Venn diagram piece, mm -hmm. tactically tell the story of like, look, you know, this is what my product does. This is kind of weird. I want to be on your show, but like, honestly, my, my, 
product is like helping people get through grief. And I would love to just tell you those stories, right? That's a little out there, but does that make sense? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Because I mean, I like the the idea of searching for a new angle of audience. I mean, all of the people will probably go and pitch to podcasts that are related to home furnishing, but your audiences are not necessarily there. They can be in other places. You just need to, as you said, find the, the this Venn diagram of which podcasts that are not obvious might have listeners that are, can be like your prospects. So it's definitely a great example. Kind of, you know, might sound far-fetched to some people because, but it's it's a good example for sure. Yeah. And I think if you're hungry to grow your business and you're like, I don't want to fail or I'm tired of throwing good money after bad mm-hmm. at Facebook or I'm like the people that are joining me, like I like to say a storm's rising. Like we're we're committed to getting our message to market, right? Mm-hmm. Like we want to, we want to, we want to grow our authority, our impact, and our income, right? And that's the re- if we are strategically going after getting on those shows and strategically finding that Venn diagram piece, then I mean it'll transform our lives. I guess I want to say this too, you know, is that part of my strategy of finding the podcast to speak on. Like I told you about my, um, my, uh, what did I call it there? The, uh, we've got the call out your audience worksheet or what was the other one? Um, it's the bear with me. I'm sorry. You might have to edit this part out. Um, (laughs) it's the, uh, the power theme framework. So that's my four step framework for building an irresistible narrative that captures your audience's attention and converts listeners into customers. So think of it this way. You as the podcast host, you want to add value to your customer, to your listener, yeah. right? And you feel like I'm adding value for you? For sure. Definitely. Absolutely. And so I think most of the content being thrown at us about how to guest speak on shows is all boilerplate super informal, not, um, has no hooks in it, uh, doesn't serve the host necessarily, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't perhaps serve the host audience. So it's like, if we are willing to take a second and be creative and go, oh, maybe this grief podcast, maybe I can help their audience. Yeah. Like maybe I can help their audience. Why don't I listen to a couple of episodes? Okay. Yeah. And then I'll take note of what they said on those episodes. Great. Awesome. Now take the time, find the host contact information, and then you craft an an, an on the fly, mm-hmm. right? You 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 craft your framework so it's super easy. Mm-hmm. So you're like, hey. I just listened to your podcast and you had Bob and Jane on there and they just touched on these points yeah. and that stuff blew my mind. I would love to come on your podcast and talk about this and how it can help your audience. How strangely enough as it seems like my rugs, mm-hmm. can, they can, you know, I, did you ever see the movie? Um, I just watched that get them to the Greek. 
you ever see that movie get him to the greek with jonah mm, don't hill think so, no. okay you gotta watch it you know who puff daddy is or sean combs for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, okay he has the best part in that movie uh-huh. <laughs> it's amazing but they get they, they in effect get really loaded because they're it's like they're trying to get a rock star to the stage right and uh-huh. so it's all the shenanigans and you know, as a drug addicted <laughs> rock star, but there's this uh, a wall that has it's like made of fur, and they're all yeah. like on acid or something, like feeling the uh-huh. fur. I just had that moment of the rug, you uh-huh. know. Anyway, you but you see the power of that, like, yeah, for sure. and then if you if you system, so I I'm a systemized guy. I could tell you the stories of how I systemize niches in mortgages. Are, are, you remember when the meltdown happened, the great financial crisis, yeah. 2008 mm-hmm. timeframe? Okay, yeah, that was sure. uh, that was brutal mm-hmm. uh, for any home loan officer. It wiped out the industry. Yeah. But my gift is like, oh, there's a niche there. There's a niche there. These two niches, these people need help. And if I can creatively show them how I can help them, like... That time in the market that devastated the industry was like some of my biggest success times. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Like, that's my gift, right? So I'm like, how do we systemize that process? So I'm like, great. Like, I've the way that I find podcasts to speak on takes out the mind numbingness of it because it can Mm -hmm. be mind numbing. But if you strategically do it right and then you, follows some rabbit holes like all of a sudden you've got too many to speak on literally mm-hmm. right and then it's like all right let's systemize you know what's my power theme framework so i can quick on the fly craft an introduction that's compelling so the guy so you ron want me to come on mm-hmm. and serve your audience right yeah for sure okay, uh, i wanted to add you mentioned a few times in fact, first that you were um, good at this, uh, that you have this talent and you also cultivated this talent because you're in sales. And this is like a skill that you probably were extroverted since childhood, but you also acquired this skill. And I'm assuming that a lot of e-commerce store owners might say, listen, I came into this uh, the e-com game because I didn't want to go like the coaching route or the public speaking route, stuff like this. So... Do you have any advice or any ways to uh, overcome this obstacle of people that just don't want to speak because they are afraid to speak? Absolutely. And that's a such a great question. And this is what people need to know. I was so shy as a kid. Like I hated, I kind of had an outgoing personality on one hand, mm-hmm. but speaking in front of people or getting up in front of class, like I would cry literally and as a matter of fact this is one of the most horrifying moments of my life Uh nobody please don't go find this teacher and hunt them down but i was so sensitive as a kid in front of audiences and when i say audiences the audience was the class right Mm -hmm. and you know i just if people were like raise your hand to answer a question i was like that's how in i don't know if insecure is the right word out of my element might be a better way to say it, uh-huh. right? So this teacher knew this about me, and she, this one day, and I was, I was probably in fourth, fifth, or sixth grade, uh-huh. but she goes, she goes, 
Misha, I want you to come up here in front of class and answer this question, but I know that you're probably going to cry and can't do it anyway. And just called me out and crushed me. And I was like, and she's like, and she brought me up there and I, sure enough, was bawling. (laughs) Right? Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So to today we're like, I'm animated and I'm, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's, let's tell stories. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. quite a transformation. So I'm going to answer your question and, and tell you some of the, a couple of key things that mm-hmm. your introverts can do. Cause they're like, mm-hmm. this sounds great, but I don't like to be on podcasts. Right. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've learned along the way is, um, you don't have to be anybody you're not right and and in the current world with the way digital marketing works what you think is your worst trait is going to be the thing that's going to endear your audience to you right so if you're like when i go on podcasts i i shrink and i twitch and i talk funny well there's an audience that's going to be like Oh my God, <laughs> you're my guy or gal, <laughs> nice. right? And I literally, I still will have people like I'm very animated and I use my hands all the time, mm-hmm. right? And and um, I just had this epiphany very recently because for a while I was like, I'm going to talk without using my hands and I'm going to be less animated and I'm uh-huh. just going to, I'm going to do that because mm-hmm. it makes some on people comfortable, I guess. But this happened to me twice within the last month. Uh-huh. I spoke on this podcast and right before we get started too, the lady's like, you use your hands too much. You touch your mic too much. And I was like, I literally said, well, why does that bother you? Like, I like That's to sure. do it. Right. Like, crazy. I think I actually think it's a good skill. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't hold on to the mic and then they start mm-hmm. talking like this. And all of a sudden you <laughs> keep the mic in front of your mouth. Right. So sure. I'm like, I'm not going to educate you lady. <laughs> right. I spoke in public in front of like a hundred or 200 people. Uh-huh. And when I get impassioned, I really start, I'm start, I start doing all this kind of stuff and move from your heart and all these things. Right. And this lady comes up and she's like, have you ever thought about speaking without your hands sitting on your hands? Uh-huh. And I was like, I straight up again, I was like, why does it bother you? Why do you care? Mm-hmm. And it, she didn't even know how to answer it and freaked her out and she went running away. I'm like, I'm done making excuses. You know what I mean? Like I'm who I am. And so I've seen plenty of people be super successful, even if they're like, you know, if they're like, 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 you know, like I like mm-hmm. to talk with my hoodie on. Fuck. Yeah. Excuse my yeah. language. Heck yeah. Get on podcasts and talk with your hoodie on. Be you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. And I'll tell you the tips and tricks though. Mm-hmm. Sure. After, um, so when I was telemarketing, I can't remember where I learned this. Some mentor was like, smile. It was probably Zig Ziglar. I think it was Zig Ziglar. I used to listen to like Zig Ziglar cassette tapes, like uh-huh. I've walked to work downtown San Francisco and I would just wore them out. Right. But, um, it was like smile. Mm-hmm. And so for 20 years in sales, I wrote in big font on pieces of paper smile and i put them all over the place right nice i also had one of you know the little like selfie stick things that have mustaches and stuff Uh uh-huh 
this was 20 years ago. I had one, okay. but it was this massively grotesque smiley face. Uh-huh. Right. And so I had that on my, like you have your little camera, right. Uh-huh. You know, like yeah. going to touch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So by the phone or wherever I put that big smiley face. Right. Uh-huh. And so this is so powerful and it's been so powerful for me in so many ways. Mm-hmm. So smile, roll your shoulders back, like mm-hmm. open your diaphragm, right? So a lot of salespeople, they train people who sell on the phones to sell standing up, right? Because when you mm-hmm. sell standing up, it opens your diaphragm. Yeah, for sure. So you're more... It's it's a more powerful place to speak from, right? I have built the habit over, you know, 30 years now yeah. of like, I know when I'm getting, I don't even have to think about it. When I'm coming on your podcast, I naturally sit up straight, roll my shoulders back and smile. Like when I jumped on, you're like, what did you think? Yeah, I loved your energy. I told you. Right? Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Thank you for that. I'll take that in. <laughs> right? So I naturally have built those habits so you can do those kinds of things to help fake it till you make it. Right. And it's not to be inauthentic. It's not, it's just to put us sort of in the right open mindset. I do. I'll say this too. And I, I don't mean to scare anybody away, but I will say a prayer beforehand. I'm like, God, how can I be of service and what can I bring to the table? Like, how can I serve Ron and your audience? And, I'm not a God guy, but I am like universe. There's something going on, right? Like there's a power out there. So it's just easier to say God for me just Mm -hmm. to be like, all right, you know, God, universe, heart center, whatever, whatever. If you believe in like God with the beard, amen. Talk to that dude, right? (laughs) But like, (laughs) hey, how can I, what can I bring? Yeah. Right. So I do that as habit. That's another thing tactically you can do. I can tell you that both those things, when I go out in public, like I know how people go, you know how to work a room. And I'm like, well, I just have the natural habit of when I walk into an environment like that one, I've said, how can I be of service versus what am I taking away? And then I'm also naturally, I roll my shoulders back. I smile. And I'm inviting like that simple little thing changes the game 100%. Right. Amazing. And thank you and for I sharing one... this because uh, so, sorry yeah. for interrupting, but uh, I just no. want to thank you for sharing this because these small tweaks can make such a huge difference. Like, like for me, I'm, I'm at the moment testing how it feels like interviewing while standing. So I'm standing at the moment. Yeah. And I've been doing this for the, like the last four or five recordings and it's way, way better. And you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought it has such such big impact, but it does. So I love these tactical uh, tips and sorry for interrupting. Go ahead with the next one, please. Yeah, no, no, no. Thank you. Thank you for telling me that. I appreciate that very much. Yeah, you're experiencing it live as as, as we're talking about it. Yeah. And I think it's so valuable for your audience and your listeners to try, just try it. It's like right now I'm in this mode, Ron, of test, try, learn, like mm-hmm. test, try, learn. There is no wrong. Like for mm-hmm. so long as I've like reemerged into the digital marketing space, I've been hypercritical and not wanting to fail. 
on so many levels. And I'm like, I am done with that, man. It's like test, try, learn, right? Test, try, learn. What can I take away from it? Mm -hmm. And it's been such a powerful place to work from. I can't even tell you like, I'm, and I'm, I, I'm so convicted right now too, that, mm. that, you know, when I get that extraneous noise from people who are like, you got to see, I'm using my hands. Like I'm just, it's insane, it's fine. but I love it. No judgment, no judgment. <laughs> all good. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> when someone's like, you got to stop using your hands. I'm like, you're not my audience. No, you're I'm right. using my hands. You're not my audience. And I'm cool with that. It's all good. Go away. Mm. Right. Like with love <laughs> or like, you know, we can, we can, I knew I had had a big change when a coach that I pay money to was like, I'm not sure if you should call that audience out in effect. And I, and that's what I hear. The interesting thing is he could have been saying something very different, but when I'm, it's like this idea that a hundred percent of what I see in you is actually just a reflection of me. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he could have been telling me something very positive, but I'm take, taking it as, no, I shouldn't. Yeah. Right. But once I was finally to tell that voice enough, like, I don't care. I'm plowing forward anyway. Uh -huh. Like that's a very powerful place to work from. And I've had that shift in a big way of late. And there's this girl, she's speaking at Fun Funnel Hacking Live. Her name is McCall Jones. Have you ever heard of McCall Jones? No. She's got this thing called Charisma Hacking. Okay. And it's, she's amazing. Anybody should follow her. And she actually, what she does is she helps you find that you. So me, I'm a bit more personality. So she helps me play into those strengths, right? If you tend to be more of an introvert, she's mm -hmm. like, that's cool. We're not changing that. You're, we're not going to try and change that nature about you. We're going to help you bring that out so you can play to those strengths, right? Yeah, for sure. And so, so she has this whole thing and I started using it and she's like, look, when you're going to go speak in front of an audience or speak on a podcast, we, we want to get our energy level up, right? But we don't want to be at a 10 because then mm -hmm. we're just freaking people out, right? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever 10 is for us, right? Like <laughs> McCall is so outgoing that like her seven, it's like, it's, she's like a tornado coming at uh -huh. you, right? But so her 10 is like... <laughs> But, but anyway, um, McCall is amazing. But so she, I was on this coaching call with her and, and, um, it was amazing and she's so powerful. And she says, Hey, look, basically here's what you want to do. You want to come onto the show at your seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so here's how you find your seven. So think about experiences in your life that are seven level excitement experiences, uh -huh. Right. And think about the tens too. So do you have kids or anything like that? Yeah, I have one daughter. Cool. So a 10 might be when she's born. Uh -huh. Right. And you're like maybe horrified on one hand. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but um perhaps that's the best day of your life or whatever, right? But that would be a 10 level, mm -hmm. right? Versus a seven level might be you landed a podcast guest that you were really hoping to land. Mm -hmm. let's say yeah. right or maybe you closed a deal that or you had an aha moment where something mm -hmm. wasn't selling and then it was yeah something like that mm -hmm. and so That's you it. what you will do is you talk you talk literally before you would come on this before i would come on the show mm -hmm. you would talk out that experience to yourself and be like oh my gosh like what was what's one for me that i use so i'm blanking on it right now um 
I remember when I first when I first started my podcast, I I was trying to get people on the show, and I heard this guy. Have you heard of the Memo, Minimalist podcast? Yeah, heard of it. Okay, it's gigantic, right? Mm -hmm. It's like ridiculously big. I'm like I could only ever dream to have that kind of audience, right? Mm -hmm. This guy spoke on it. His name was um, he was uh, he was a mortgage guy, and he went to prison, and he had this amazing story uh gosh it's matt cox google matt okay. cox matt cox mortgage fraud okay okay so and i gotta go quick oh my gosh <laughs> we gotta cut short i hate to do this to you um matt so matt cox uh there's like one of the biggest episodes on this minimalist podcast and i was like uh -huh. oh my god he's mortgage fraud i know about mortgage i gotta have him on my podcast so i interviewed i sent out an email you want to be on my podcast and he mm -hmm. said, yes. And I, in that moment, I, that's seven level, right? I was like, nice. oh my God. Right? So if I talk that to myself before I jump on here, then I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun. Yeah. Nice. Right? Love yeah. it. Okay. Awesome. Oh, a lot of insightful tactics and I really appreciate it. And as you mentioned, um, we got to start concluding and I want to be respectful of, of your time. So is there anything else that you wanted to share this evening or this morning on your end? That we didn't get a chance to discuss, or maybe no, just, I would just in case not to just share your links or where can people learn more about you? Yeah, absolutely. Go to the go to um the table rush talk show. Mm -hmm. You can find it on any of the podcasts, give it a listen. I'm there. Go to um the influencearmy.com if you want to learn more about hey, how do I go on podcast or how do I put myself out there, or maybe you want to it's waitlisted right now. So in a few months, I will let more people in. Nice. Um, so if you want to get on the waitlist, go to theinfluencearmy.com. Awesome. Sure. Sure we will also share in the show notes, obviously, the link. Yeah. Cool. cool. So cool. Uh, thank you so much. It's been a lot of fun. Um, really enjoyed it took away a lot of tips and tricks and I'm sure that the audience will find it valuable as well. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Table Rush Talk Show. For resources to help you sell your stuff, go to B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. That's B-Love dot media forward slash resources. And be sure to subscribe, comment, five star and share. Thank you again for listening.